Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before we begin, everybody, the Summer of Gooder continues for just a few more weeks. Make sure to grab your discount code PACKFILLER15, PACKFILLER15, before they are gone. Great fitting, polarized lenses, non-slip frames, and more styles than Sir Elton John. I have used that one three times now. I need to write a new intro for, for Gooder. <laughs> Use the link at PACKFILLER.com. Be sure to include that special one-time code of PACKFILLER15. That's the one and only Gooder. Also, we need to thank the fine folks at Scratch Labs. You know how important proper fueling is, right? Right. Well, Scratch has you covered. From drink mixes, fuel energy, full energy fueling, and brilliant bars and gummies. Are they gummies? Is it, do you choose. Fruit choose. Choose. Yes. Fruit choose. That's better. Because gummies gives automatically a weed insinuation. Does a little bit. Yeah, yeah, something like that. To the best source of feed zone recipes out there, you can't go wrong with Scratch. Click the link at Pack Filler. And I want to mention a new partnership with Movember. That, by the way, that's why I have this fuzzy thing on my upper lip. We've been slowly launching our Patreon program. And what a better way to get involved with the show than to benefit the help for testicular cancer and suicide prevention. I'm, I'm not saying helping testicular cancer. I'm saying testicular cancer prevention. Yes. I don't okay. want to help testicular You're not giving a helping cancer. hand. It's like, come yeah. on, kill more guys. Um, <laughs> that's right. We, we will be talking more. But for now, go to PacFiller. Click the link. Learn about how you can help, how you can get involved, and how you can benefit. So there we go. Let's get rid of this page and let's do it. Took long enough. Jackson says we're live, so I'm taking his word for it. I'm seeing it right now. Good. Thank God. Well, as if on cue, our expertise has fallen on wobbly legs. If you're paying attention to the to the Vuelta, and if you were thinking Primos, you were wrong. At least so far, right? But more on that later. Welcome to Life on Two Wheels. Welcome to the pack. Welcome to the Pack Phil Cycling Podcast. I am your host, Pat Bulger. I'm back at work. Can you guys tell? Yeah. Really? I don't fucking like it. But I, yeah, I do. I actually do. I really love my my other job. But uh, we'll get there. The panel, I, I wrote this before I knew Jack was going to be with us. So 
you get to hear what I would say if Jack wasn't with us. The panel is a bit truncated tonight, but Jack is always in our hearts. Oh. Jack, I said that for you. Wow. <laughs> But then I also said, or is it just the annoying ringing in our ears? (laughs) Welcome, everybody. Welcome, gentlemen. And uh, are you ready for tonight's listener submitted question? Mm -hmm. I'm sure you could probably see it because it was in bold font on my on my show copy. It is. Do you have any phobias? Do you have any phobias? And you can't just answer yes or no. Maybe just tell me something you're scared of. Uh, We've done this before, Mm -hmm. really close, and you can't use the chitty chitty bang bang guy. No, no. I use another one. There's a phobia. Really? You have another one? Yeah, yeah. It's. Do you want me to say it now? No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Well, I'm going to introduce first. So he's the guy who most recently raced, Mr. Paul May. I think. Some people probably wouldn't qualify that as a race. <laughs> yeah, raced. Well, we're going to get I a full report. I pinned a number. We're gonna, you know. <laughs> that is race. That's yeah. a start line, yeah. man. That's uh-huh. a start line. Um, how, how are you, dude? We're right. going to get a full report on your mm-hmm. race here before we get right. going here. So, But uh, you got a phobia? Yeah, it's uh, backward knobophobia. What the fuck? That's uh, the fear of running naked backwards <laughs> into a doorknob. I stole that from Johnny Carson. Uh, mm, yeah. <laughs> What is? Back, well, he had a back and neck of uh, <laughs> nabophobia or something. It was pretty fun. It's like, who? What? No, I know who that is. Really? Yeah. You are? I, 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 because that happens all the time. I find myself naked running backwards. Yeah. And I'm thinking, what about the doorknobs? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing yeah. to be considered. So about. now I don't even go naked. I'm a, wow. I'm a never nude. Wow. He just runs. He just puts pants on now and yeah. runs backwards. Cut offs. Yeah. We're cut off in the shower. Yeah. I'm a never nude. He he's the guy who who lives in our brains because he's not here, so he's just a voice in our ears, just like you listening to this show, Mr. Jack Broadhead. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm like the Wizard of Oz. You are. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> yep. Uh, you got a phobia, dude? Uh, you know, I was thinking. I I I don't. I mean, I, spiders, mice, I have no, like... You're not scared of anything. Me. I'm trying to think of... I mean, you know, I, I put myself in some pretty gnarly situations, but I... I just... Uh, I can't think of one. I'm drawing a blank. Wow. Are you afraid That's, of I know. loneliness? Failure. I mean, let's get really deep with it. Yeah. Creative. Like, yeah, I'm a fear of losing my voice. Woof. That's a big one. Yeah. How about fear of, of like, um, awkward silence? You got to have that. (laughs) I, I, well, I I may have that. I hate, but I don't ever allow that to happen. Mm -hmm. I, small talk Uh fucks me up. Uh, and that's the awkward silence. It's like, oh, uh, 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 oh, I got to talk. I got, I got toe jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got this friend who's scared of running backwards into yeah, doorknobs. Buck naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buck naked. And then I'll just stop and look at you. He's like, oh, oh, shit. Um, he's the only guy who likes sausage pepper pasta, but doesn't eat the peppers, Mister Jackson Bulger. Very true. Um, why don't you eat the pepper? Why do you, well, Why I, do you like the dish? Is it just the sausage no. and the Pasta? I, I, that is my favorite part, but I do eat the peppers as well, just not all of them. 
All right. Is there I a certain number you set aside? Well, like I just you 13? know, I usually one have like per th <laughs> it's like a ratio mm -hmm. or something. Well, that well, since we're talking about phobias, yeah. <laughs> uh, but in all reality, phobias, I am really I get afraid of like bugs and snakes and like uh, lizards. And so, what my fiance and I have said is, I have a phobia of things that scurry. Mm. Oh, scurry phobia. Yeah, Me if if we're getting medical, yeah, yeah, scurry phobia. I'm sure that's medical. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's okay. Yeah. Okay, snakes are my biggest one though. You don't like snakes? I hate snakes. I have to and add that into my snakes. story when I talk about my time trial. Okay. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Me, I'm the guy who just found out how to put Strava segments on my computer. What? I was on a ride on Monday. And I didn't know you had to star them in your on yeah. Strava for them to transfer to your Wahoo. And out of nowhere, I get this bleep bleep. You're on one of your Strava segments, and I was holy fuck! What the hell's going? This is so cool! And I beat like my my PR on that climb by like 15 seconds because I was just going. It tells me the pace. It it's tells cool. me how much faster mm -hmm. to go. Yeah. It tells me how much slower to go. Paul, you don't they, they probably do this, do you? No. Yeah. It's no. so. It was so fucking cool. And my phobia is, in case nobody knows it, I'm sure I've said it before, 100% frogs. Mm -hmm. Frogs freak me the fuck out. <laughs> Always freak me out. I have never liked frogs. Now, if somebody, you know, I've had students who are just like, hey, I got you a stuffed frog, Mr. Pat. I'm like, that's, it's a frog. It's, mm -hmm. it's cloth and stuffing. Oh. Fuck out of my face. You throw it at them. Yeah. Yeah. But no, um, real frogs. I've never liked them. <laughs> and it was a childhood moment where I opened a large door. It, at, at, at this place up on a lake we had this huge door that was double thickness and I think it was some sort of a cooler once upon a time but it was a wooden door and I stored uh, there was something I needed to get for a boat or something like that and I opened this door this large door and about five tree frogs fell on me and that was just like a traumatic moment you would think you know I've also been swarmed by bees you think I would be scared of bees but I'm not scared of bees unless they go down your throat that, well, I'm not scared of them. I just <laughs> end up talking to my golem. But uh, and you'd think I'd be scared of uh, spiders because I, in college I lived in a basement and I would honestly wake up in the morning and, and flick them off myself That's because I'd have so many spiders on me. Nice. Don't fucking bother me. They don't mm -hmm. bother me. Five frogs fall on you, you're traumatized for life. Yeah. My dad, my dad took us to a fucking museum once. He did. Yeah, and I, know, my dad doesn't listen to these shows because he says we talk too much at the beginning. Um, so I can, <laughs> I can do this. My dad took us to a fucking museum once, where there were frogs, live frogs on display, and I'm like, I'm kind of breathing hard, and he's like, "You were serious about that?" I'm like, "Yeah, Dad, I'm fucking serious about it." <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I'm airing my, uh, my grievances. On, uh, uh, this is this isn't uh, Festivus, so Festivus. I got I got to relax. But uh, where's the aluminum pole? Yeah. So about the segments thing, I know Paul doesn't, but and and, and Jack's probably still riding with an Avocet. But um, <laughs> do you guys have live segments on your computers, Jackson? Do you do that? I've done it once for a KOM. Really? Yeah. Just one, just like one segment is all you keep. That's all I've all I have, and it's in Portland. Um, Really, but okay. yeah, I did it, and it would it. I like how it keeps the like it tells you the pace for the KOM or your PR. Yeah, it's kind of it's really cool, and it tells you if you're your distance from them. Mm -hmm. Like if you are coming up on one that you starred, you can select it and and go for it. 
Paul, you obviously don't. You put no. your you put your computer in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. Jack, what are you riding, man, for a bike computer? Naked. This is back to the whole I'm sex not. room thing. Yeah. You use your phone. Naked. You use your phone. I do start my phone. Yeah. So okay. basically, I start my phone at the beginning for a Strava, and then, um, but I but I'm gonna get a Wahoo Bolt. That's. So I just had to, like I said, I had to buy the kids' school shoes, two pairs each. <laughs> That'll do it. Thank you, Father. You bought me shoes. <laughs> I mean, they're like, like, Please it, well, not only was it, you know, six hundred bucks worth of shoes, but yeah. one of the pairs we got scammed on oh. some Jordans, and so we lost a hundred bucks. Well, what? Yeah. Well, you can pay a lot for Jordans. Mm-hmm. Did you get the yep. shoes? No, no, we paid for them, but we didn't get them. You paid, and, you paid a hundred bucks. You paid a hundred bucks for Jordans, and you're surprised you didn't get them. You oh, you only oh, paid a yeah. hundred bucks for Jordans. Yeah. Oh yeah, they they were coming out of um, Indonesia, weren't they? India. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I, I before we get to the news and stuff like that. Um, I, I do want to talk about this this uh, chasing of Strava segments for a little bit here, because um, we are all on that that program, and we are all, whether we like to say it or not, mildly controlled by it can, or addicted to it. Can we all agree? We all yep. check it when mm-hmm. we get home from a ride, Absolutely, regardless of yeah. whether or not yeah, it's yep. on, the, on the dashboard. Um, I so. Do you guys have any segments that you eye that you are constantly paying attention to that it's like I I I want to fucking get that one. I'm close enough, I want to get that one. Jack, I'm going to let you go first. But it's hard for you probably because you're so infrequent. I mean, you're you're bouncing around the place. You you know, you don't necessarily have the same yeah, rides I you're mean, constantly doing. I'm starting to figure out a couple of the um <clears throat> the locals around here that have segments and um you know a couple of them are from 2015 so i'm like i don't even know if the guys still ride still but um but i'm seeing a a a reoccurring name or two on the strava segments so i can kind of gauge like well this guy's you know kom on several but he was second and then you know one of the segments I ended up second and put him into third. So then I know, well, he's got some KOM, so he's got to be decent. He's got to be a decent rider. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, and then in Spokane, there's, there's a few I'm, I'm eyeing. Um, you know, when Paul and I rode a couple weeks ago when he was on his TT bike, I was kind of questioning him about a couple, a guy and, now I'm starting to like look at some of his Strava segments. I, you know, kind of set goals. Yeah. Like, all right, you know, I want this guy to get the email that says, <laughs> "Oh, hasn't yeah. been around in ten years." You suck. Is, is yeah. Beating yeah. him on my cyclocross bike or something like that. I'm gonna put something snarky in the, in the on the ride or something. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, like including his name on it. It's like, hey, went out oh, there and sure. beat yeah. beat. AJ you'll enjoy it. Let's, let's just put it that way. You'll enjoy it. Okay. So. Okay. Um, do you guys, I mean, Paul, you, I mean, when Stra- for a guy who doesn't have his computer on his handlebars, 
let alone, you know, you, 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 it's never really a huge priority for you, I've noticed. It's not like you don't fucking care. But there were years where you always had massive Strava KOMs. Yeah, and, I mean, and, that was, you know, when probably about one-third of the people in Spokane who rode bikes actually had were on Strava, so. Sure, but do you, but, but do you pay attention to it still to this day? Are, are there ones you're uh, eyeing or things like that? Being I'm uh, four and a half months away from being 60, I don't really worry about when they're going to go away, they're going to go away. Yeah. You know, I, I there's no way I can break. There's young bucks coming up and... But in the early days, all I did was just do training rides, and a lot of them I was by myself. And so those KOMs, I take with pride because I did. Let out. No, I, I wasn't being let out. <laughs> well, I was uh, going to ask but, about that one next. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, there, you know, nowadays, if I there's only one, we went out for a ride, and I have one. I don't even know what it's called, but it's on the Charles Road, and we're kind of doing the Spokefest mm-hmm. loop. And I said, I know there's a KOM somewhere. So I took off and I got it. And, and I still have it. Um, it's just not a very popular direction. You know, you look when somebody gives a KOM and you need to look how many people have wrote it. And it's yeah. like, you know, in Spokane, there's so many people that ride. It's, you know, they mm-hmm. might have 400, 500 people. Um, in bigger towns, it's like thousands. You yeah, know? yeah. But it was like 25. It's like, how can you take any pride out of that? <laughs> um, I've got to the point where, I mean, and, uh, do you guys get to the point where, you, oh, fuck, the, app, the live stream app keeps crashing. Is it crashing on your end too, Jackson? It's coming here and there. Yeah. Um, but I, I, uh, I'm at the point now where I'm understanding that maybe you speak. And I, I actually, I, I'm, I'm rambling because there are so many things about that where I, I want to talk about strike, segment hunting, where it is, is it a potential form of comp- competition? Is it maybe even an outlet for racing? Um, and, and does it count? You know, do, 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 you know, yes, you're not pinning a number on, you know, but you're, it is a competitive form of cycling. Um, and, and then I also want to talk about that the concepts of is, is, Using teammates is using tailwinds, is uh, you is going backwards down a climb to use some momentum to run into an up section of a climb. I'm thinking of one of my favorite segments, Jameson climb, where mm-hmm. most people come at it on a downhill section and hit it cross rolling into it. Yeah, they but mm-hmm. they're going across traffic or they're going backwards, uh, you know, in, in a lane, and you know the the sheer ethics of all of that. Um, so I, 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 is is it racing number one? Is it legit? Uh, because we're we're in a such a situation where races are so hard to come by. Um, and what do you think about the concepts of using teammates of and and using little tips and tricks along the way? Well, <laughs> it's funny because you would think that I'd be the one be the most into this thing. Um, but I, um, we were talking about it on one of our. Uh, rides when Bike Fit Sam was talking about wh- what you were just talking about, Jameson. Yeah. Um, he's like, I'm surprised you haven't gone for it. He said that to me. And um, in all honesty, I have gone for one KOM and I got it, and then uh, that's it. Really, I don't. Re- I don't know what it is, but I have never really cared about KOMs for some reason. But I think that, especially during like our COVID times, I thought it was a really good way for people to create competition between yeah. one another yeah. is in this sport. Cause that's kind of what 
Jack's dog. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> all in all, though, I think that that's kind of what the like the core of the sport can be sometimes is that that competitive edge against other people. And so I thought I think it was really nice that that was an available resource for people. Yeah. Um. And then I mean, we, like we talk about with Zwift, you know, everybody's gonna find a way to game it. Is what I is is the yeah. term I always use. Yeah. Um. They're always going to find a way to use a downhill or use other people, just any way to win, really. Um, and so, I mean, I'm not surprised to see it. And I think if, because there are no, it's we, like we talked about with gravel last week, there are no rules to it. Yeah. So however you get it, you get it. You know, it, I mean, you can, fl- you can flag it and be a poor loser. Um, mm-hmm. But all in all, I think whatever way you can, you can get it. Hell, I'd do it. I'd use all you guys if, if we ever wanted you to, I think to it'd be fun it, to do. Know? I think yeah. it, what I'm saying is, I think it'd be fun to do. Grab some some friends and go out there and go. Let's let's crush this one. Yeah. Absolutely, this there's one. nothing wrong with that. And, and for competitive purposes, you know, and especially because you know, especially Spokane, basically cycling is a small community sport. And yeah. We know who's mm-hmm. everybody's on the list. You know, yeah. um, and it's just kind of when teammates are helping other teammates do it, it, it's pretty cool. But getting back to the race part of it. Uh, Ted Chauvin, oh man, this must have been uh, mid, um, early, maybe early 2011 or 12. He had a time trial. He set up a segment that started off. It was basically a 10 mile time trial. Which it was a by, really good race yeah, idea. And it was yeah. every, it was only the people who did this loot. I mean, it was an out and back on Wednesdays for the month of March. Yeah. And that, and then he, you know, sent out like, these are the people who came in first, second, third. It was pretty cool. It was a really good idea. Yeah. I remember him doing that. Yeah. And I thought, shit, that's that's kind of the you know, and, and talk about a, a format that is available to just about anybody. You yeah. know, when you've got people who say, I can't make it until blah 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 time or something or like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, and they go out and they do it anytime they mm-hmm. can throughout the course of that day. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, have any of you guys ever created a segment? Genuinely. One. Really? You have? Well, actually, two now. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't even know how. Accidentally, three. Oh. So, one was... Um, Your driveway. On the, no. <laughs> not my driveway. I got the KOM, motherfucker! <laughs> no one's going to get it. Some guy's out in your driveway. Get <laughs> out of here! <laughs> Slow down! Um, <laughs> the first one was uh, on the uh, Troika Loop, where you drop down. It's at the bottom of the canyon, and you get to Cooley Height. And I did oh. that years ago. And that's, that's when Troika was still go around. So fucking fast yeah. up that thing. Well, I, I, not so much anymore. You do but. for me. <laughs> and then just recently, I, I tried to create that 40k to train on, and I and okay. I screwed up because you you take when you set it up, and I did it on my phone. <laughs> is is you're supposed to drag and follow the on the map and make sure mm. you on the turnaround and stuff like that. And I only did like like. 15k of the 40k and I, oh. I i even titled it my 40k and there's only 15k <laughs> and it's like jesus and then then i did another one is it's my the real 40k is what i okay it. so mm-hmm. so three i've done yeah. really yeah are you the kom on it yeah because no one knows about it because i mean I, people I can crush ones, it any day because there know? are ones out there that i find them like holy shit i had no idea 
Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but when we did Portland rides, Jackson, there were there were a ton of rides where oh, I'm gosh, just blip, yeah. blip, 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 blip. you're just finding ones left and right. Now I don't have any KOMs or something like that, Jack. I can only imagine what you're running into. It's I mean, when you come home, it's like holy shit, there's segments everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I've just started looking at the maps and and drawing my own rides and and looking at segments that are out there. So. For the, I've only been on Strava again since uh, probably three weeks or so, four weeks, wow. and I, something like that. And Noob. So for me, it was like I come home from a ride and I'm like, oh fuck, segment, segment, segment. Oh yeah. okay, and then I kind of start analyzing, like, what did I just? Where is that segment now? Yeah. You know, kind of look at it on the map and go, oh man, that that's perfect for me. And then next time, I'm kind of thinking, well, if I feel good that day, I'll go find it so I, maybe i'm doing it backwards maybe i'm i don't know, think it's so. all new to me yeah i don't think so I, I i mean i there are certain segments that are just happen to be areas that i like to ride and and i i i i don't search for koms i i don't think i'm ever going to get one and i don't mean that as a woe was me kind of a moment i just think i'm past that phase of my life and i drink too much <laughs> um, so I think I'm, I'm now at the point where I just search for PRs and I, mm-hmm. I keep hoping I'm going to beat myself from sometime in the past. <laughs> yeah. And, and the day that I don't is the day that I just say, fuck it, I quit. And I'm going to throw my bike into a dumpster like Daniel LaRusso <laughs> and the Karate Kid. I will say something about segments. I think people kind of go crazy. Like Mount Spokane is just polluted. There's like... So many different segments yeah. going up. Mount Spokane is from this point to that point. I couldn't even keep straight. Really? I mean, yeah. The, if you look on it, you know, you can pull up the map. Yeah. You look at segments. You get them in Mount Spokane. There's certain sections that are worth, like, from uh, Mitchell's Barn to whatever road. I don't even know there was another road, you know. Really? So, So yeah. people are just, like, where I can get my little moment of sunshine. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think Everybody you could use it. Everybody gets a fucking trophy. <laughs> well, I think, uh, I think you could actually... Use it for training personally, like maybe that because the way Mount Spokane starts, you know, you're about three, four percent, you know, going up to Bear Creek and then it Mm -hmm. pitches up by the ranger station. And then, you know, I think that's useful, but I think sometimes people are like, you know, trying to grab their (laughs) wings. This is going so well, Jack. He he's oh, my God. Are you a transformer? What's going on? You have made. Well, my air compressor just decided to go off, so I must have a slow leak, and then all of a sudden it just like <laughs> lit up. Dude, what? I'm not working. I promise. I'm not cooking. I'm not working. <laughs> First of all, we two things it. just happened. Two things just happened. You just potentially beat Karsten in terms of the the, the like what the fuck is going on <laughs> in the background. And number sure, two, Caleb, your audio like, just uh, got way better. Uh-huh. You 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 like closed that door, and your audio got way better. Now he's gone. God, how annoying. <laughs> I'm there. Have any, I'm you guys, have any of you guys ever reported anybody on, on Strava? No. no. No? I don't really care. Don't Would care you enough. care? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no. I haven't either. Unless I, it was like five seconds they beat my KO, I might be like, I feel like that's not real. Yeah. You know, like if they if it took them five seconds to do the oh, whole thing. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like there's a fucking bike on your car. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I've had a couple, <laughs> plenty, you know that have been beaten is obviously by a car because you look at the times and everybody else is averaging, you know, 27.2 miles an hour. 
yeah. and and this person's doing thirty six. Yeah. You know they're in the car, and yeah, mm-hmm. it'll eventually go away. Somebody realized KOM, they're gonna feel guilty. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I would hope for. Yeah. And I, I mean, in in the grand scheme of things, it's not you're not Jay Vine on Zwift. Yeah. See how I pulled that around? That uh, you know, you're not you're not striving for a pro contract or anything like that. Jack, was that a beer? He opened up a beer. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted it to seem just wanted it to seem like I was in the studio. Oh. <laughs> Let's uh, let's 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 play around with some news, shall we? News brought to us by our friends at Competitive Cyclists. I know what you're thinking. Shouldn't I shop at the LBS? I'm waiting because the volume's really loud. This is just kind of a shit show. <laughs> you know, I get again. I keep talking. I, I Galloway, you know, makes fun of me for the fact that I, I decide to do a live show. He says. Because, you know, it's not perfect. And I think that's the best part, is that it's not perfect. It's just a bunch of people sitting around drinking beer and mm-hmm. talking about bikes. And sometimes things shit the bed. Just like our live stream, which I keep trying to fucking make happen. And I should stop because it's ruining the rest of the show. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree. Uh, competitive cyclists. Uh, yes, use your LBS. But when they don't have it, click the link to competitive cyclists. For example, nobody around here carries tubulars. Um, and I just grabbed some from, from competitive cyclists. Why did I grab t- tubulars? Because, well, I'll, I'll get to that here mm-hmm. shortly. I'll get to that towards the tail end of the show. Uh, so, well, first story, so much for our picks. Monday's rest day may have called a brief half a halt to the racing at the Welta Spinium, but Tuesday's Stage 10 time trial saw race leader Remco Evenepoel picked up where he left off, extending his lead with his with his first Grand Tour stage victory. The Belgian, who has been in red since stage six, dominated the 30.9 test from Alicante, storming uh, to a victory of 48 seconds ahead of anyone else with an average speed of... You, you, you guys good on metrics? Yeah, I'll do it. 55.658 kilometers per hour. I think that's near 34 miles That's an hour. hauling fucking ass. I mean, wow. what's the world hour record? It's right in there. And he did it on the road. <laughs> he should, but he has gears. He has gears. He does have gears. Yeah, um, Roglic couldn't continue his amazing, you know, his his run of time trial victories, um, and he and he sits back <laughs> a little bit. And I think it's because I picked him. Currently, Remco <laughs> ahead of tw- uh, Primos at two forty one with Enric Mas at three o three. Anybody have any comments on the performances of? And the level of performance of Remco Evenepoel, and if you saw this coming, or I, 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 are we were we? Oh man, were we thinking it was something that was going to eventually happen, and were surprised by it happening, or were you just like, "Fuck, this guy's gonna, this guy's gonna open up big time." Well, I mean, we talked about it uh, when we did our Wealth the Preview show, and how we said that he's a great choice for some stage wins but i don't think he can hold the three weeks yeah. um and i mean he's coming up on what a week and a half yeah so i mean that's halfway through you know so it's a lot more than i thought he could do um and 241 is not bad 241 is pretty pretty nice pretty nice cushion for his possible knowledge or his knowledge of a possible bad day i think yeah because he always 
has had one. And Dan Lloyd said that in the racing news show on GCN. He said in every one of the one week tours that he's ridden, he's had one bad day that has cost him like some minutes. And so I wonder if he knows that he'll have one bad day. And so he, ha- I mean, he has a good, a good cushion yeah. and it really is showing how he has prepared probably all year long to target this grand tour. And I think you asked if, is it an eventuality type of thing? I think, eventually yeah he's gonna win a grand tour and if it could be this one but we were all thinking that Pagaccia could claw back two minutes in the mm-hmm. tour and he never did and so it i mean quick step has a really climb heavy team too to really monitor it all so that is so weird to hear yeah that quick step has a climb heavy team a, a classics team like yeah that. i know right shit Paul, what, well, uh, I, I think uh, we'll Jackson's see. Jackson's the only one who picked Renko. Yeah. I mean, he and him as an outsider. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's because yeah. he was at the yeah. beginning yeah. of this all. Yeah, I, I mean, he's proven his medal in one week. So, you know, we're kind of pushing to see what this is all virgin ground to see mm-hmm. if he can make it. But, um, yeah, I'd be surprised if he did. I think he will have a bad day. I'm, I don't wish it upon him because mm-hmm. I kind of like the idea because the last Belgian – winner of a grand tours in 1979 in the Giro. So yeah. 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 So, um, but you know, I, I like to see maybe somebody else getting into the mix with, you know, uh, Finnegan and, and, uh, Pogaccia. Yeah. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. it, this is kind of makes it exciting. Um, and a lot of teams would be, uh, hopefully if he does win, people don't, cause you know, except Coos is out, for COVID, oh no, he. Was, I don't know if it's COVID. Unknown was illness. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had somebody crashed pretty hard. I don't know if he's back in. Um, you know, so teams are getting weak, and people are they had eight non-starters because of COVID today. So, um, you know that it could alter it, but whoever's there and you win, you still have to push the pedals and stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I just don't think he's going to, but I hope he does because he's Belgian. So, so you're you're on board. You're yeah, a fan. I, I yeah, I'm a fa- I'm a fan because his nationality. I think he's starting to mellow out <laughs> with his little. You know, at first he was came off a little harsh and a little yeah. uh, like prima little, donna. So a little angry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't a little Veruca salt. Yeah. 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 There yeah. was a, I saw an interview with him today where he was uh, cooling down and. The guy came up to him. He goes, uh, "Did you think you'd win by such a margin?" And he goes, "I didn't see the result." And he said, "48 seconds." And the face that he pulled, he he was shocked. Uh-huh. I, he knew he won, but he didn't know he won by that much. That much, yeah. Do we did we dislike him because of his behavior, or did we dislike him because he was Patrick Lefevre's prize boy? I mean, I feel like one came from the other, you know. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I don't, I, I don't throw that. I think Lefebvre is. I mean, he's a, as much whether you like his personality or not. He's he's a brilliant guy, mm-hmm. and he said he can exactly he can do exactly. this. And everybody's like, right? Look at look at their team that they're taking, and they're yeah. all. Who would have guessed he's where he's at? I mean, so um, yeah, like Lefebvre or not, yeah. The guy's a cycling genius. Yeah. Hey, Jack, should should Ineos be happy with where they're sitting right now? They got Carlos Rodriguez in fourth, three minutes and 55 seconds back. 
Is this something they should be like, yeah, we're good. I mean, this is the Yankees of of the cycling world in terms of financial <laughs> commitment. Right. That's the same question you asked at the tour. So yeah. I don't think that I don't think Ineos should be happy during the three tour season. I, I mean, they've had successes and everybody can go, Oh yeah, you know, Garen had the best, you know, tour uh performance wise we all agreed and he you know everybody talked about that you know he's in the best shape ever and he still got third hickcock got you know uh stage victory at, on uh Aptuez and you know but ah, carapaz hasn't you know really materialized yeah. um none of their their big three-week tours which so it's 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 kind of ironic with Quickstep being, you know, the leader of this tour, uh, the, the, the climb heavy team, and and <laughs> potentially going to win a tour is a classics team with a bunch of you know, go fast for three days types of, of build to a team like Ineos who's built around three week tours. That Ineos wins Paris-Roubaix, but they can't win a three-week tour. Yeah. It's it's kind of like things just did a pancake flop. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, they should not be happy. I yeah. I, and and it seems like Richard Carapaz has already decided on the fact that he's riding for a different team next year. Is yeah. that because he, when he was in the break, it was called back, and he took his uh, radio and threw it at the car? Did he? So really? I didn't see that. Car. No shit, really. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Oh, there's a perk to watching the entire stage. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, Sam Bennett's out. Ethan Hader's out with COVID. Sepkus out with this, this quote, illness, end quote. I think another Jumbo Visma rider is out with the same mysterious illness. Um, do you guys think that there needs to be more transparency, that, that we should know the illness, or do you think it should just be like, fuck it and let it go? Yeah, I, I – I mean, if he's if if he's sick and it's not COVID, I feel like yeah. it's fine. What if it's a know. swollen left testicle? Do you want the world to know that? Yeah, you know, if it's Lance, yeah, because he's <laughs> only got one left. <laughs> Sorry, was that uncalled yeah, for? Yeah. That was not good. Sorry. I, or or, or a boil on your taint. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I got to pull out. You Didn't Sean Kelly have to go out with a a massive saddle sore once? In a I think he did, that uh, was, and uh, I might have been, uh, might have been a Welta. He had a saddle sore and won the tour. Well, that's because it was injected. Laurent Fignon lost the tour because he had a saddle sore. Didn't Laurent Fignon drop out of the tour with a gigantic tapeworm Tapeworm. also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They showed a picture of it. It looked like E.T. They showed the tapeworm. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's a picture of it. Who knows if it was his. (laughs) They just found a random one. Hey, anybody got a tapeworm around? Let's take a picture of this one. What's that? Look what they pulled out of his (laughs) butt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, hey, you guys, uh, uh, how's everybody doing on their Welta points? I, I haven't kept track of points because I'm just I think I'm fucking zero. depressed. <laughs> yeah. I have Tim Merlier, Thibaut Pino, Ben O'Connor, and Primos, which means I have no fucking points. You have two from today. Yeah. I, oh, I do. Yep. And I, I have two from today, and I think I have a Primos won a stage. He earlier, did. So I have yep. seven. And that's it. I'm fucked. I have currently... And then Remco won two stages. You ha- you're going to dominate this again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jack, Remco, yeah. 
Jack, are we ever going to do a beer mile? Running? No, no, no fucking running. Well, bring that up on this podcast. You keep doing that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. When I'm back in town, we could do it. You know what we should do? We should do a beer mile on cross bikes in Manitou Park. We're not doing a, a Jack. <laughs> I, I have to do this every time. Property. First of all, it sounds like you're doing gymnastics with your microphone. Second of all, <laughs> um, we we can't I, we can't like videotape us riding bikes and drinking beer and expect to. Well, I can't expect to maintain and keep my job. You know, it's like, hey, you know, uh, you know, that's my teacher. Out of, that's my teacher. Kicked yeah. out of a park for an open container. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that, yeah. but but it's 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 like no, you, we got to do it on the trainer, and, and controlled environment. And I think Paul said it's got to be at least seven percent. Oh fuck! Oh, 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 okay. Let's go to the next story. Um, you guys, Alex takes a bow. I don't know if you guys saw that Alex Dowsett, um, thought he was going for two more years, but but because of something you know happened, uh, I don't know if it's a contract extension or something like that. But uh, his contract with Israel Premier Tech is is over, and now he decided to call an end to his career instead of playing uh, the game, waiting game. And, and his quote was, I'm going to step out of the world tour, well, step out of pro cycling for now um, on his YouTube vlog. I understand a couple of months ago I said I wanted a couple more years. Uh, it's worth talking about what's changed since then. And this year, he, uh, he's he gone through a period of what he wants to win something bigger than I previously won to be better than I previously been and wavered somewhat. And I've been more in a state of being happy with what I have achieved. That's a lesson for life. Being content, uh, content with my world and achievements and successes and application to my time into the world tour. I feel it's a very nice point to stop this chapter in my life and move forward. I'm grateful I get to bring this close to my, on my terms. It's my decision and nothing has been forced. So I know that a lot of people listening to the show might not be up to speed on, you know, on Alex, Alex's career. You know, you got to be pretty in depth into the, into the world of pro cycling to follow Alex. He, you know, he made that world hour record mm -hmm. attempt. He's had some pretty cool victories along the way. Mm -hmm. um, we also saw the end of the road for Tom Dumoulin. Um, and we've also seen the the end of the road for a lot of big riders. Uh, some because you know some force, some just you know the end of the road. Um, uh, so I, I I guess I want to talk a little bit about about the riders leaving. Um, we always have our characters in the story of the sport, and who we who are we expected to see leave who we foresee to see leave and who we're really sad about seeing leaving, uh, seeing depart. <laughs> um, you know, for example, I have, I have a list from our friends at ProcyclingStats.com. Uh, you know, big names we're seeing, Vincenzo Nibali, obviously Alejandro Valverde, who's fucking riding well in the Vuelta right now at, at his 42 years of age. Uh, Mikhail Nieve, Anthony Rue, Richie Porte. I just paused. Um, you're for the Richie. one that did that. I paused for Richie. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, Philippe Gilbert, Alex Dowsett now, uh, Ben King, Tom Dumoulin, uh, and Giovanni Visconti. You know, so those are some of the rides we're seeing. Riders we're seeing. Who are you sad? Who are you expecting? Who are you surprised they haven't? For example, I think Chris Froome. Should, whoop! I think Chris Froome should have called it a day. 
I think I think I love Chris. I love what he's done to his career with his career, but I also think it's time for Chris to hang it up. Anybody else got a thought on retirements? Let's start with the man on the voice in our ears, Jack Broadhead. Well, I think um, the two. I mean, Valverde um, is probably. I, I would wish that he would keep going on. I mean, just like, you know, how much more can you do? How much greatness can you do? I don't know what he's got going on in his life, in his life, that would make him retire, but like, he's still got it. And uh, maybe he's, maybe there's another chapter involved with cycling. So, yeah. so and being an old guy, you got to root for the old guys. Yeah. So some of these guys are retiring, you know, like Kittle and, and, um, some of these guys are retiring at like Dumoulin's 31. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah, it. And, and I'm like, you got a decade to go, you know, but everybody has different lives and, you know, kids and responsibilities. And, and, and I bet it's, you know, it takes a toll on your relationships. I mean, Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I've been there. It's cycling or, or a relationship. I don't know how they do it. They're not home ever. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I think people like Valverde, uh, I hope he stays in the sport because he's just been like, like just easy to love. So yeah. God damn it! I keep hitting my pad. (laughs) Panda watch. This show. Panda watch. This This show's been kind of a train wreck. Is it the thirteenth? What's going on? It's it's the end of the month. Yeah, yeah. I got to work tomorrow. I've been I've been working. I've been working, so my I'm just off my game. Mm You guys listening to this show need to pay me money so I will just be more focused. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. yeah uh, okay. I'll fix uh, everything. Yeah. I could buy more bourbon. <laughs> um, After the show, just tell Michelle. Yeah, yeah, Honey, exactly. I I my day job. Honey, yeah. Um, you guys, uh, Jackson, is is the Peter Sagan, is, is it on the horizon? He just raced the... E-bike, e-bike mountain bike world mm-hmm. championships yeah i, I did is, is that <laughs> is that okay with you and and how long do you are you still holding on are you still holding a little torch for him i don't mean that in a cheesy yeah. way because this is your guy man this is the guy you put posters up when you were younger 
I mean, yeah, I, I had Sean Kelly yeah. all over my fucking bedroom, and people were like, "You got a lot of dudes in your bedroom." I'm like, "Yeah, because they're fucking cool." Yeah, and they shave their legs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I think that. I think Peter Sagan. First of all, I don't know if I mean he's not really. I I think he knows his own capabilities, which I really respect about him. I he's yeah. not out there complaining about the fact that he's not winning races really that much. So, it. I'm I'm okay with it, and I also think that Total Energies has a marketable person in Peter Sagan. Yeah, if he begin if he begins to really take gravel and off road seriously, they like Nikki Terpstra does. Mm-hmm. I think they could have some first of all really high class wins in the gravel world, but also. Like I said, a really marketable person that they can make a lot of money off of because he is one of the most interesting people in our sport, I find. Um, but, you know, when they grow long in the tooth, you find other people that you love, like Pogacar or mm-hmm. Alaphilippe, and it's you know, it all eventually just... We You've just moved have, on. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> have to, unfortunately. You can hear the sorrow in my yeah. voice. Yeah. God, it's just... He had his time. Hard. He did. And it's, and it, it, he had a really hard, great career. It's hard to see your he's heroes hard. decline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was that 2020 year, though, yeah. that really kicked him in the teeth, I think. Yeah. It was just he the got... The COVID I, year. Yeah. I COVID think Jack's years. wrestling with his microphone. Jack, are you... <laughs> is there, is there some of a cat or a yeah, gerbil in your room or something? No, that has too many it's sexual connotations. Me? Yeah. yeah. I was walking around. I guess it, this house is so empty and echoey. Yeah. I can't even walk. Oh, no. We we know. We can hear that. Jack, I'm going to do an impression of you. Ready? Mark, 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 Mark. I'm going to text Karsten right now and yeah. tell him I got the KOM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you made it funnier than Karsten did, though, so that's good. Paul, is there anybody you, you expect to see leave uh, who should have left? I mean, is are they sticking the poker in the fire a little too long? Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I think uh, Dumoulin, you could see after he left, he just didn't have the fire. I don't yeah. think he, he had the fire when that's why he left and he came back. And I heard words that he was kind of like his dauber was down, and, and Roglic actually kind of said, "Hey, man, you know, got him kind of stoked a little bit." But yeah, um, he yeah he seemed like he was like, "Okay, I'm back, I'm back." Yeah, oh fuck, uh, I forgot yeah, how much I hated this. Hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I think it, it wanted somebody to miss is Vincis, uh, Vincenzo Nibali. Yeah. I mean, he's won, um, you know, two monuments, all three, st- uh, you know, Grand Tours. He was exciting to watch, and he's, you know, I think he's a great. He he attempted um, Flanders, uh, you know. I just I think he's a great a great writer. I didn't like him in the beginning, but yeah, you want to look back in his career, he's he's pretty he's Quite clever as hell. I have found myself doing that with so many professional cyclists, mm-hmm. where I'm like, "You're an asshole. I hate your guts. I'm oh fuck you. You're kind of cool now." Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Cavendish. I, 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 say that. I was yeah. I was very much on the. I didn't I didn't like Mark Cavendish. Uh, Vincenzo Nibali. I didn't like, but but I now that I look back on retrospect, I think I should have respected Nibali for what he was, mm-hmm. especially that tour he won. 
he rode that tour brilliantly and mm-hmm. an attacking style he didn't he threw shit to the wind and he didn't care and and that was beautiful bike racing yeah and i think maybe i was just too in the mental state of 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 this method of of you know science and marginal gains and 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 how to win a grand tour that i was so far into that that i i just i bought you know i i drank the kool-aid and and i i i apologize to vincenzo nibbly you know maybe he was brash maybe he's an asshole but you know what i worship bernardi no as an as a yeah, kid an and he was an asshole <laughs> he probably is. still is an ass <laughs> yeah exactly so i don't know what my what my my problem was so um i do want to kind of take it off of paul's response and jump to the next to, for our topic for tonight's show and this one requires it does require a little race report from you paul mm. um you, you were the only one in this room or online or in a vacant room with a dog and an air compressor <laughs> to uh <laughs> To to race to to pin a number on and straddle the top tube and go hard this last weekend. So first of all, please don't go too far down the self deprecation road mm-hmm. because you, you you and I have that in common. We tend to both just go like, well, first of all, I suck. I am a total <laughs> loser. Nobody should ever look at me in the eyes. You know, and and it's fun. But but I'd I'd like to hear about your weekend. Um, how the race went, what your expectations were, um, how did, you know how did they go in terms of meeting them? We talked last week about the fact mm-hmm. that you were you were a little concerned about the mm-hmm. fact that you didn't feel very good going in, mm-hmm. and I know how it turned out. But 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 tell the rest of us. Well, yeah, going into it, I had the um, so a week prior to I did a forty k on my own, and yeah. it was disastrous and i mentioned that and i just you know uh i try to get with sam just my schedule and his schedule didn't go together to get a good fit um and i don't think i think i need to raise up you know the risers on my um for my uh arrow bars no stem's fine because it's the base bars are are actually could be lower it's just the way things are set up anyway that's something that you know, in retrospect, I think I used this as a baseline. When I when I showed up at Wenatchee's, listen, just go and freaking just kill yourself. And that's your baseline. <laughs> and so, um, so anyway, uh, got everything ready. I had my wife and I had the grandkids the day before I left for Wenatchee. I left Saturday. The race was Sunday. Well, then we're blaming them. Uh, no, <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I, ha- I had everything laid out and... When I went, packed everything in the car, kissed my wife goodbye, pet my dog, and uh, off I went and uh, met up with a friend and his lovely wife and had dinner at a Italian restaurant, which was 100% cycling. What? All over the, the walls. They have, like, Eddie Merckx. They have the smoking one here. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. They have, uh, like, all the posters you can get pretty much in it. The pizzas were named. Somebody Kopi. else has these on their yeah, walls? Yeah, can you believe that? Shit, I thought about yeah. the only one. Yeah, so I was in good company in a good environment. And they had, like, there's the Kopi, there's the Bonio pizza, there's the Ferrar. Can you believe that? Tyler Ferrar. Ty- they named yeah, their pizzas after cyclists. This yeah, is Tyler so this, Ferrar's hometown. So it's this restaurant, an Italian restaurant. It's in, a like, a strip mall. But it, Do you have the name? Do you it starts with a G. I can't. You can look Shit, it up. I think there's only, like, cool. two. Yeah. I want to eat there. So, 
Um, they have pizza there. That's the pizzas. I had a pasta. I had a, um, you know, carbonara and stuff. So, anyway, it was a great night. Did you have a Cipollini carbonara? I think they have a Cipollini pizza. Fuck. Yeah, I think they do. The Chippo. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but anyway, uh, probably stayed up a little bit later than I should. Stayed at a really crappy hotel. I won't go into details on that. Woke up, had a really crappy breakfast, and there's no excuse for that had nothing to do with my performance. Yeah. But it was just like one of those things. So I get, set up my bike, and I'm like, I forgot my fucking pump. And because I have a disc wheel, you have to have a right angle. Oh. It's not a standard pump. Fuck. But most people show up at a time trial, right? There's they a have, dentist yeah. somewhere with a really yeah. good pump. So I asked the guy in front of me, and he's got this pump, and it's like, no, nah, that's not going to work. Because maybe the other guy. So the other guy in front of him, we're all in the same age group. Oh, shit. Yeah. And he's got this, uh, it's it's like a battery-operated air gun and with a flexible hose. And, and we're just sitting here talking. He's from Coeur d'Alene. Race. <laughs> oh. Race Jacob. Yeah, yeah, Jones. Yeah, Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've never met him before. and we just I've never met him bit. either. Yeah. It's just, yeah, we, we kind of social media fall <laughs> yeah. into each other's yeah. laps. Yeah. So it, it was great. You know, here's these three guys that we just happened to park right next to each other in the same age group and stuff. So is his name well, really Race? Yeah, it really is Race. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's my wife knew somebody named Race. Really? But he doesn't race. That's oh, then so, yeah. you got to race yeah, if you yeah. named Race. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Yeah, it's like yeah. naming me asshole because I'm not an mm-hmm. asshole. Yeah. Wait. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So I set up my bike on my trainer, started warming up. And then the best part was, and this is going to shame Sam, Bike Fit Sam, oh, yeah. is that this guy rides by, and this guy named Nate says, hey, Sam. And he goes, I'm not Sam. And he goes, is Sam here? And I go, are you talking about Waples? Yeah. He's not coming. <laughs> Waples! Together, like in Australia, Waples is not coming! You know? <laughs> and so his name was Ian Tubbs was the other guy. Yeah. And Ian Tubbs is a very strong rider. And this is part of the story I'm throwing that in. Okay. So. Because we have anyway, to bust by Sam's balls he takes, a little well, bit here. Well, Ian's parked behind me. Yeah. And so he takes a picture while I'm warming up. And he says, where the hell are you? And, you know, and he sends a picture to uh, <laughs> Sam. So Sam got <laughs> a little fried at that. A little ball that. busting. So, yeah. yeah. Good. So I'm warmed up. I'm sweating. Um, it's great. It's a great course. It's it's rough chip seal. Um with a slight uphill all the way there on the turnaround, and then you come back, so 20K out, 20K back. The wind was actually kind of a cross tailwind, cross headwind going out, plus uphill. So it was a struggle. But um, still, nevertheless, uh, I get it, everything, my discs on, going down there, get into the stage, and I look, and I pull out this computer, which I'm going to put, I've got my... <laughs> <laughs> and it's the Garmin that you gave me, but I have the Wahoo that you gave me is what I use. Garmin. Well, I'll just use the Garmin and the battery. That Garmin there. is 10 years old. I'm like, yeah. Jesus. So I, I ran back, surrendered back, put it, everything, took my heart rate monitor and dumped it. You and raced thought, blind. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't anyway. I would, would anyway. I was I just keep keeping record. As yeah. I said at the beginning, you do. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I would know my time, right? But at the end of it, I'd be able to yeah. see what my time was. So. So I take off. Race was in front of me. He's my one-minute man. And the guy, the other guy that I met my age was my two-minute man. Well, I caught my two-minute man like halfway through. Wow. And I caught race before the turnaround. So I'm thinking, I might not be doing too bad. But before I caught race, 
this this gentleman named Sean Howard who lives in town. We know Sean. Yeah. He caught me. He, I was three minutes. I was a three-minute man. He caught me with six miles into the race. Fucking hell. He beat me by five minutes. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. anyway, finished the race. Uh, don't know where I finished and stuff. And um, But on the way back, I was having mechanical problems. You know how... I'm very proud, and it's a, it, and I have the old stem shifters on the end of my, <laughs> and it's a front derailleur because it's friction. If you know anything about friction front derailleurs, because uh, they're not indexed, you have to have the tension on there. Yeah. So it was a rough road, and I hit a couple of potholes, but then all of a sudden, it the shifter got a little bit loose on the shifter, which means I have to hold that shifter up. I'm thinking, fuck, this is embarrassing, and I could hear it rubbing against. Oh, my God. my chain it wasn't doing anything but all i had to do is make sure i had pressure on it yeah and i'm thinking oh fuck i know better so when i finish ian tubbs goes by and i said how'd you do and he goes man like within the first kilometer i shift gears and went over a rumble strip and my di2 put me in crash mode <laughs> he spent like two miles trying to get he's got that this j box underneath and i'm thinking well, that's better. I <laughs> at least I was just holding. I was able to fix mine. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, so those things happen. Am uh, I? And that's the thing. That's what I mentioned about equipment. Uh, we had people on standard road bikes. Cool. I think that's cool. They went out and okay. did the state championship on that. That's kind of the topic I want to get to. Yeah. So so um, were you satisfied with how things went? Yeah. I mean, I, I accepted. It. I was. Yeah. I got fifth out of seventh and. Uh-huh. The two people in front of me, I passed. And, okay. You know, I looked at the times. I'm thinking, that is a fucking slow time for a 40K. It was a minute six. And I'm thinking. Hour six. An hour six, yeah. yeah excuse yeah. me. And, and I started looking. The guy who won our category in the 50 plus at Nationals, I think he did a 54. And he yeah. did a 58 yeah. there. That just tells you the the um, how slow it was. Everybody was had slow times for him like a good couple of minutes you know three to four minutes because of the wind and stuff so, so it was pretty it was brutal yeah yeah so, so. um one of the things you you brought about in uh, you 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 talked about in the fact was first of all we we've been talking for a couple of weeks about the fact that the event was small the numbers mm-hmm. were, were very small um and that's that's uh i, I that's a trend that's happening mm-hmm. in road cycling Primarily road cycling. Obviously, gravel, no. Obviously, fondos, no. I mean, things are exploding like that. Um, and you mentioned um, the the big elephant in the room when it comes to this. The fact that attending a time trial without all the expensive by- bells and whistles basically means you're immediately at, an, at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to talk about the equipment discrepancy in our sport. I want to talk about the fact that, fact that cycling, as we know it, is insanely expensive. And I'm not just talking bikes. Um what did you see? You you were just starting about people on on standard road bikes. What did you see out there in terms of gear? I I did like standard road bikes. There's somebody else. I didn't even know what category they had uh, time trial set up, but they had box rims. They probably couldn't afford the wheels. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. You know, I saw well like Ian. He had Di two Durace on his, you know, fancy time trial bike and deep dish wheels. I mean, all that. Yeah. You know, that's a $10,000 bike. And, um, you know, I, I, it's one of those things where that's an unfortunate side of, of our sport. 
is where, it? especially in time trials, probably more so than yeah. in a standard road race, that your equipment can give you like, you know, on a 40K, possibly a 30 seconds more or yeah. a minute. And my bike is, I think, 12 years old, my TT bike. Um, you know, my base bar, everything is from that time period. Um, my disc is, is at least 12, maybe 15 years old, you know. So, uh, and I use a standard road wheel, a deep dish road wheel. didn't have anything fancy on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack, you, you, you've just switched to a new bike. Um, and, uh, you obviously have noticed the gigantic difference. I, I keep thinking of Phil Gaiman who just won Gaiman. Is he Gaiman? Gaiman. He's Gaiman. Gaiman. I'm Neil Gaiman. Phil Gaiman. Um, uh, he just won the Mount Washington Hill Climb um, at, at a faster time than he did when he was decades younger. Um, what do you, Jack, what do you equip, equate to, te- to to equipment in terms of things? Like, would you have raced this weekend on some of your old equipment? Well, um, you know... It, in listening to Paul <clears throat> kind of makes me miss I it wasn't that long ago like nine years ago that I had a really nice time trial bike that yeah I yeah because I, I thought I was going to do some triathlons so oh, like, oh that's oh, it good night Jack <laughs> I've done one I mean, so, but, I, I, but I'm, I'm not doing triathlons but yeah. anyway I bought it specifically for that but it was a Scott Plasma with SRAM Red 10 speed and it was a really nice bike and I regret selling that because now that I've been riding it's like well god that would have been nice to have kicking around um but my current bike you know it's I I'm not sure that other than like what campy 13 speeds coming out um you shitting me no I don't know, but yeah. that I can't. I don't think you can buy a more technologically advanced bike. It's twelve speed. It's wireless shifting. I'm charging batteries right now, <laughs> and uh, better not you know leave the house without forgetting to put that battery back on. So it wasn't a compressor; it was your generator. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, it's it's. Uh, the the technology side of it is fun uh, you know riding with paul we were talking about it's like i can take my pinky and and shift it's you're not pushing yeah. a, a cable around it's so user friendly that there's got to be a performance advantage um I, I i yeah i don't know how you actually could measure that except with with the same the same person on two different bikes on mount washington yeah you know well, and, and I think we've reached that point where we can all agree that it is a definite performance advantage. Um, I mean, I, I didn't have Strava in the in the eighties and nineties when I was riding as you know in my youth and fit and fast. Um, but I, I I bet I could come close to rivaling those times now here as an older guy. Um, Jackson, you've seen technological advances within your short lifespan, mm-hmm. um, and and you're the guy who would probably all agree that it, it, on this show that is the most eager to 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 move to the new stuff, 
and things like that. Um, I mean, I, 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 and I, I don't know how to ask you a question on this because you, I mean, I'm thinking about the fact that your, your last bike was an aluminum rim brake, you know, entry level bike. Mm -hmm. Um, how do you compete with an rim brake aluminum entry level bike with somebody like you on a brand new carbon electric shifting disc yeah. brake ready to rock aerodynamic bike how do you how do you tell somebody to get involved in the sport with that kind of a disadvantage um i mean it's tough you know um but i think it takes a very certain type i mean i remember when we first started doing those thursday night rides i was on my trek and yeah. i was up with the cat two guys you were yeah still yeah, that's true riding aluminum all that stuff um and i remember saying to you um it's fun to show other people what aluminum can do and to me like you can have the best equipment in the world but it's all in the legs mm -hmm. after a holy while holy shit you just quoted your grandfather <laughs> well i mean it's i know <laughs> that was my next question it i mean in in all honesty though it really is you can be 45 years old and have the best equipment in the game you can be a dentist and be like the richest man in the entire city but if you're if if you don't have it you don't have it yeah that's i mean that like that sounds really annoying but it that's just kind of the unfortunate well no not unfortunate that's just part of our sport yeah going back to time trials though it's so i mean i i never even thought about attending because like yeah, I don't have a fucking TT bike. There's no fucking way I'm gonna go. I mean, I, I I have a road bike. I have clip-on arrow bars, and I have that's it. I don't have a helmet. I don't have anything like that. Would Paul? What would you say to somebody who's just like you know trying to be competitive, but with a realistic budget? What? Let me ask you this: What are the basic minimums that somebody would need to attend a time trial and hope to be competitive? I think uh, deep dish wheels, first of all. So and, two and, grand right there. Well, you, carbon you, deep but, dish. You know, uh, or apparently, start, you can buy deep out. dish wheels for six hundred bucks. Well, nowadays. I was going to get to that later, <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, um, I think deep dish wheels and arrow bars. I mean, that's that's. I think that's going to be get yourself in a good good fit and a good position on a road bike. Yeah, on a road, road bike, frame. because that's. That's ninety. What even Chris Carmichael said: ninety-five percent of your your CDA, your your yeah. coefficient drag, is going to come from your body. So, you know, you could have all the nice equipment. I mean, you better have your bearings, you know, not tied in, you yeah. know, everything dialed in. But yeah, um, yeah like a disc wheel, because of the weight on that course, probably work to your favor because you can get on top of a bigger gear because of the inertia of that big that gyro effect. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, but it was so windy that I'm glad I didn't have a deep dish front wheel. I mean, it, I had like a six millimeter as opposed to some of those guys had eights, eight pluses. And the last three kilometers, the wind changer, because it's basically right off the, the, um, Wenatchee river. And mm -hmm. so the wind was going up this, we're going down a valley and you're coming back from the river and it's shooting up and then bouncing off the walls. And the last three K was like, Whoa, it, Almost Chris Froome did at one point. So, <laughs> oh, so <clears throat> yeah. So, I think I think just to get your, I, 
TTs are a different thing. Some people don't like it because it's basically like, you know, I think being on stage naked. You have no way to hide, you know. Yeah. Running backwards yeah, towards yeah, the doorknob. Yeah, door, yeah, doorknob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody has that fear. Um, so, but, you know, it's, to me, the mental challenge because it really is a personal thing, but you have all these cares, people in front of you. And, mm-hmm. and the fun part was my Minuteman, I saw like a power pole or something I'd think where he crossed it i started counting one thousand. i do that too yeah okay am i getting closer am i getting closer and then it becomes visually obvious you know what i mean and then then you've got something to chase you know and then am i pushing too much somebody passes me do i try and stay their pace is that stupid you know all these things that are running through your head sure and then all of a sudden you're so you're a piece of crap look at you can barely push a 55 12 you know that (laughs) anyway but um I think it, we've I think all it's, just seen inside the mind of Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, my first race ever I've mentioned to you was was a TT back in the yeah. day. You just did it on your road bike. Yeah, and that was that was a blast. Do you, you know? think there's a way to bring it back down to that, or is the yeah. most expensive gear going to always? Win? Yeah, that, no. I, it's one of those things. Once you've it's taken gone. it that far, I, I think stage races the only time you're going to see it because that only makes it fair. Not everybody has a TT bike. And you could gain, you know, tons of time if one guy's doing it, you know, on the standard road bike yeah. and somebody has a TT bike. So, Well, I think that the creation of the aero bike in this scenario makes it very interesting, mm-hmm. especially at like, for instance, like an RC3 level, like the race that we had mm-hmm. in our in our area. Um, I think, like you were mentioning a stage race, I think the aero bike makes it interesting because if somebody who has a TT bike that is not as fit as somebody who has an aero bike goes out, I think that would be an interesting mm-hmm. comparison because in reality, what besides positioning, what more are they really having on the other person? I, I, I don't know. I think it would be a really interesting comparison to just think about those things. And with equipment, it can be definitely compared. Okay. The problem is, is that two strong people that are going, you know, trying to get first first place, one being on an aero bike and one being on a TT bike, then that marginal gains becomes an issue because they may be equal on strength but not on bike and position then. So you're not going to get the same. Yeah. You're going to lose the time trial, essentially, yeah. with two yeah. equal people. It's... It, it yeah i think you got you hit a point there i think there's you know for somebody just to get in there and do when you start getting up to the top that's where the industry wants everybody to think you cannot even achieve you'd you'd have gone so much faster had you bought yeah. or spent mm-hmm. money you on always us. hear the three you seconds I mean? per mile five yeah. seconds per mile it's like, you know and it, now it's watts per yeah. you know and things like that and it, it becomes a it becomes demoralizing. I mean, why even? I I I would have shown up to the time trial this weekend, but, but there was no fucking bot. I mean, first of all, there were not enough people, and that makes me sad. Um, but second of all, it was like I would have been on a standard road bike with clip-ons. I can guarantee you, the guy who won the fifty plus on a standard road bike would have beat me on my TT bike. Yeah, guaranteed. He's that strong, and that's just that's something I had to deal with when I looked at my time. It's easy to beat yourself up on, and it's like, no, this is. 
I know when I got off the bike and I have a weak hamstring on the left side and my yeah. glute from from a crash, bike crash, and it felt like somebody just slugged me in the ass, you know, and I thought I couldn't have gone any harder. Yeah. That was the best. But that's where training now, it's it's fueled that fire, you know what I mean, to, to the point where I'm going to incorporate – Right, I've only ridden that bike three times. I was going to say, should you spend yeah. more time on yeah. that? Should you have spent trained more time on, on that? it? Yeah, yeah, even yeah, yeah. you know, once a week, just grab it, and and even if it's on, on uh, you know, a smart trainer, and just do a one hour effort. You know, I mean, warm up, one hour effort, just and mm-hmm. and it, you know, and get a good fit. Yeah. You know, I think that's the biggest thing. People need and time trials. A good fit, arrow fit is huge. Yes, bike fits in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even though he didn't show up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the irony yeah, in this that's entire right. topic. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, everybody talk to me about um, it, what are some of the dumbest ways to waste money on cycling in terms of equipment? What are the dumbest fucking things you should, you should stay away from, in your personal opinion, in terms of uh, waste, waste money on cycling? If, uh, I'm talking to the average Joe who has well let's let's play it on both ends let's say uh aunt jesse dies <laughs> i have 10 grand from aunt jesse she donate she gave me $10,000 and she said in her will specifically i want you to spend it on something you love and you love cycling you have ten grand to spend. What are two of the coolest things you should buy, and one of the dumbest things you should not buy? Does anybody have any immediate red flags or green flags that pop into your head? It's like fuck yeah or don't do it. For example, I would not spend money. I would not spend money on a high end power meter. I wouldn't do it. After I spent uh, three hundred dollars, which is a lot of fucking money, mm-hmm. on those on those pedals, the mm-hmm. Asimoa pedals, it, it gives me the numbers I need, and and I would never spend that high end money. Yes, I know that somebody's screaming at their iPod. <laughs> I say iPod is <laughs> intentionally. They're screaming in their cubicle at work, going, "Dude, it's so much better data. The information is so much more important." But we're normal people. You don't need that data. I I get my numbers. I see what I'm doing. I get it as accurate or not as it is. It's just like riding Zwift. You know, my numbers are not the same as they are on the road. But I can see it and I can adjust for that moment. So if you had 10 grand to invest, tell me two things you would invest in and one thing you would stay the hell away from. So is this on the same budget? We have to buy the two things, or just like ten grand? Because have a blank check, not blank check. You have a check for ten thousand dollars, and you have to spend it on cycling. Because the two things that I think of is, first of all, no, I mean, we have no affiliation to this brand, but no, we don't have no. Yeah, yeah. Man. You go. What I think you do is, the local bike shops are great, but for ten thousand dollars, you go on to Canyon's website. And you buy I'm not their disagree with highest you. end road bike. And you will probably get it for around that much. And if you have any leftover, buy a buy the most comfortable saddle for your body <laughs> that you can find. Yeah. Those are the two things that I would invest in. Because realistically, you're gonna be able to get a very high like nice high quality bike for 
the money that you have with ten thousand dollars, and then yeah, make it comfortable. And then what so I, you're you're uh the 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 star at the top of the tree. That's what you're buying. You're just like bing. I oh, mean, yeah. that's the best you can get. I feel okay, like okay. And then the stuff that I would not invest in, me personally, I don't know if I would invest in a time trial bike, just because I don't see myself. This is for me personally. Other people, no, it's it, different. That, that we're all yeah. speaking on our own. Yeah, on our own accord terms. here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't see a lot of opportunities around myself. We don't have to them. ride yeah. time trials very often. And in all honesty, I don't know if I would w- particularly want to put myself in a situation where I'm going to be riding like a like a long time trial a lot of times mm-hmm. during the year. So that's what I would do. Just because. I feel like it's a super situational bike. I will say this right now that ten grand will not buy you a high end Pinarello. Hmm. You don't I need think, that. I think that bike is bullshit, but hmm. I've said that on multiple platforms. Yes, you have. Jack Broadhead, if you had ten grand, what would you buy and what would you not buy? <clears throat> well, I just did that and I bought a road bike. <laughs> you so, didn't spend ten grand. That's just under number one. You know, I spent less than that, but not much. And um, worth every penny. It it, all worth every penny, thousand percent. I love the bike, and uh, my wife's making gestures that I've lost my concentration. (laughs) So, this is a sex room. Not ten grand. But close, and and I I actually totally agree with Jackson on saddle, and you know I mean you could finish it out with some some accessories that make it mm-hmm. even more pleasurable. It, if I already had that bike, you know, and I was looking for ten, you know, some way to spend ten thousand bucks, um, I think it would be race race trips it would not oh i mean there's and and experiences like um i'm gonna go do masters nationals or or going to belgium or you know to watch you know flanders or something something like that 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 would be a life you know changing experience because i think those like vacations are 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 very important um that's yeah. really that's really good. I that like that. Good. Yeah, I like that. Did I ask what? Did you say what you would not buy? I wouldn't buy. Um, I wouldn't. Oh man, I was gonna say I wouldn't buy a set of two thousand dollar tubulars, but you got a really good deal on them. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, I mean, I I think tubulars these days amaze. Like I I was talking to Paul about this. I'd like to build a. a couple sets of tubulars because I have some rims kicking around that are kind of old school and it'd be like really cool to take old school and some new technology like discs and kind of put them together. Yeah. I'm not building those wheels. If I was going to go buy a set of wheels, I, I would probably stick with clinchers. I mean, I got some NV clinchers that are tubeless ready, but I mean, I mean, they came on the bike I bought, but they're they're a couple of grand. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know, and they they ride nicely. They're stiff. They're, you know. So, but I I don't. Um, yeah, as far as stuff I wouldn't buy, 
with that money, I guess I can't really think of anything specific. Sleeveless jerseys. So good. Whatever makes your heart happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Entrance to an Iron Man. Yeah. Sorry. No. I have no desire. Yeah. Paul, Paul, talk to me, man. I'll start off on on the what I wouldn't buy, and I agree with Jackson. Is a TT bike, and and I own one. This is a guy who owns a TT yeah. bike, yeah. But I got yeah. it for a thousand dollars. Oh, okay, okay, okay. A little and I got a dog so you out of the nine deal. Nine of those. Yeah. You got a dog out of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's a story in itself. That's how Flanders came about. My wife ah. wanted a dog, and I said, "No, we don't have any dogs." Oh, and yeah. She goes, "We'll name it Flanders. Are your favorite?" Right, right. And blah, yeah. blah blah blah. Sure, sure. And I said. We get the dog, and I get a TT bike, and she you know said, for for the cost of this dog, then <laughs> I can I'll buy a TT bike. She goes, "You'll never ride that." And I said, "Well, maybe or maybe not, but that doesn't matter." Yeah, and so yeah. Uh, we struck a deal. Yeah. So Flanders, I'm glad we have Flanders. And did it, uh, Sunday, I'm glad I had a TT bike. There it was you fun. Go. There you go. So it worked out. But uh, yeah, TT bikes are not, uh, and I think that's unfortunate that it's got so. I mean, I, I enjoyed TTs in the early, my early career because it was just it before was arrow bars. Week, it was a part of a weekend stage race. Yeah, and you, you just did it in your drop bars, yeah. your same race wheels. Yeah, but it is fun to go even faster. Yeah. with all it's hard to argue that point. But you know, I bought my disc wheel for a hundred bucks at a garage sale. No shit. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> so. I'm going to get to what I would do with that ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Because I'm old school, and when you went to buy a bike, you didn't buy specialized with with 600 or 600. See how old I am, Altegra, yeah, Altegra, or yeah. or Durace or whatever. You didn't, you know. It was you bought the frame, you bought what you wanted, Grupo. You built, yeah, you oh, built up. I miss those days, and I think you still can do that. And I think some of the like shopping around now with with rim brakes disappearing, you know, to me, my weakness is climbing going up a hill. So weight is huge. When I look at today's bikes that are pushing where it's a pound, these disc brake high-end bikes are only a pound lighter than my steel bike with with race-ready wheels. I'm like, holy cow, that can bring steel bikes back. I mean, but they're starting to shave that weight back a little bit, but... I, I, because nothing made a difference uphill for me than a light bike. I could not believe the difference. Like, I test rode a uh, Cervelo R3, and, like, in one weekend, I was allowed to use the bike. And I, I was, like, smashing. This is when I had Strava. It's, like, it's night and day. Really? I mean, that bike was, was a little bit over maybe 16 pounds, and then yeah. with my race wheels on my steel bike was 19. So... Yeah, it, it and you know, it was comfortable and stuff. So, so you're but I that. would say, getting back to my point, is find a, a, even if it's used nowadays, it doesn't matter. You know, a little scratch here, you know, because your Purse dad closet. could scratch it. Yeah. yeah, you know, like brand new anyway. So. Well, yeah, because yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> he just throws a random yeah. and, ruler at it. Yeah, and, yeah. and destroys <laughs> a brand new BMC. And it wrecks him for the rest of his life, yeah. even though his son's like, no, whatever, man. Yeah. yeah. It fucked me up, man. Yeah. Anyway. But, you know, just <laughs> you can get like, oh, I like to, I've <laughs> ridden, I've ridden tubeless, I've ridden tubulars, and I've ridden clinchers. Now, it's not economically smart to to daily ride on, on tubulars. I always ride daily on clinchers. Yeah. 
the faff on tubeless is not for me. And I deal with tubulars. Tubulars to me are a lot easier to deal with yeah. than, than tubeless. Um, but get the wheel set you want, a second wheel set. I've got a light bike. I can find the frame. Get the saddle I want. I mean, piecing it together as opposed to buying something off the shelf and saying, fuck, my ass hurts. Well, you know, or my taint's got a boil on it. Get the right saddle. You got to throw away a saddle. Then it's yeah. like these bars are too narrow. Oh, it's one piece. It's yeah. like whoa. That's you spent ten grand and you especially if it's an integrated bar doing, bar yeah. system. Yeah, you know, and you're fucked. And you're yeah. running hoses through there and everything, yeah. so you can't really use like a different stem. Or this is too flexible. Well, that's it comes from BMC, and that's their. This is what you have to use or specialize. So that's what I would do. How? Oh, okay. So we've all seen Seinfeld, mm-hmm. and we all remember the episode where Kramer was w- investing in the company of the where you build your own pizza, pizza. you make mm-hmm. your own pizza. Do you think there's a market out there for uh, these these cyclists like us to? Say, I want to not only purchase a bike, but I want to build it in your facility with supervision. I want to build my own bike. And I want I want you to help me do everything through the steps. Do you think that's I mean, I'm thinking LA, I'm thinking some of the some of the more elite markets. Wouldn't how cool would that be for people Absolutely. to be able to go through every single step of their bike? If you're spending twelve, fifteen grand for a bike, how cool would it be to, as you're saying, mm-hmm. customize it? I need wider bars, you know, to have a, somebody fit you and say, Pat, your shoulders are fucking huge. Um, we're gonna we're gonna already before we even get your bike going we're going to make sure we have wider bars we have all this stuff we have a deeper drop we have everything built to your customization how fucking cool would that be that's a studio bike yeah, shop absolutely yeah and that's a lot of money yeah <laughs> but there are people with that money that's yeah. what i'm saying that's what's it's insane. crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> my 10 grand i am a cheap bastard um my 10 grand i would buy uh kind of like what you said jackson i would make sure to buy a bike through a a, a you know, a, a really good, reliable company, uh, you know, of, of any sort. And then I would make sure I would buy at least two to three sets of wheels. That would be my money. I would. And, and that that would be what I would do, because I I I yes, I'm about to talk about the fact that I bought a set of tubulars and I would I'm, I plan on riding the tubulars. Not all the time, but cons- but consistently. I'm not going to use them as race wheels. I don't race enough to ride race to own race wheels. That's dumb. That's a set of wheels that hang on my wall until they're outdated. That's just fucking stupid. So I'm going to ride my race wheels, and that's why I bought tubulars that are more training tires. And Paul almost disowned me. <laughs> but uh, but and then you know, and the, the one thing I would never buy, and I will never buy, is is a is an aero helmet. I think they're I think they're horrible. Mine was ninety nine dollars. Was it? Yeah, it was on sale because they changed the model. I just see people in aero helmets, and I I I don't I I wish ill upon their houses. I I just I think it's terrible. I think they're horrible looking. I think you shouldn't wear them in public. I don't think you should wear them in in a race. I don't think you should ever wear them. <laughs> and it, it made it even worse at the tour this year when they were wearing those fucking aqua socks on their heads. Yeah, and he won today with one. For Remco, Remco wore one of those fucking helmets mm-hmm. today. A red one. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. But his position. God damn it! 
his position was to the point I had to look because he it really affect affected him because yeah. the way he his head is so low. Well, he's lowering you couldn't see it, it. You in see shame. Other he was lowering it in shame. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, <laughs> and it worked. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was a red just to go with the yeah, bright red. Yeah. yeah. Oh Jesus! Mm-hmm. You know what? So, you know, I can't imagine how hot he was because it was goes it around his, your and it was neck a specialized helmet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I could have. Oh, uh, you I, know I, what? No, no wonder he ripped his helmet off and doused. You know what? His I would. I would really seriously. like to get a lot more sponsors for this show, but specialized, get your shit together. This is terrible. <laughs> this is fucking terrible. But hey, if you do want a sponsor. I do want a sponsor. <laughs> so I, yeah, I'd write a fucking tube sock on my face <laughs> oh hey you guys let's close out with a, a a quick fun idea does anybody have anything cool that they see on uh, out there in terms of cycling in terms of in- innovation in terms of the web in terms of deals for example i am now going to mention that i found online a pair of carbon tubular wheels regularly two thousand freaking dollars they're closing it out I bought them for 600 bucks. They're building them now for me. They were not pre-built. They are building them. And it's because the company has is obviously you know shifting towards uh, disc, brake. disc brake design. Mm-hmm. And I found them and I contacted them directly. And I'm going to mention the company name, even though they have no affiliation with this show. But I, I contacted them directly. I had an email exchange back and forth with the person who said, I swear to God, I am a cat too. I have raced these wheels. I love these wheels. We're just closing them out, and I'm glad they're going to go to a new home. We will build them to whatever specs you want. Um, bing, bang, boom. Um, I I paid six hundred bucks for a set of two hundred. I mean, two thousand dollar wheels. Carbon? And are they carbon? Six are are six centimeter deep, or was the depth? It's enough? it's deeper than that. It's like is seven. It, they look like it? an eighty. Eighty yeah. mil type of thing. Yeah, right. they're they're mm-hmm. fucking deep, and, mm-hmm. and, and I and I took what they could get. So, yeah. which, in other words, cool, if, I, if a crossword, there's your TT t- wheels. Yeah, crosswind yeah. goes. I'm gonna yeah. be like, ah! Chris Froome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, 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 and it is it is a company out of Portland called Hi-Fi. Uh, yeah. and, and they have their website. You can check them out. They're doing closeout wheels. You guys check them out. Um, that's my, that's my, uh, just random recommendation for the show. I don't know if I, I think I threw you guys under the bus on this one, especially Jack, but if anybody has any, just like, Holy shit, this is cool. Anybody got any, anything? Yeah. Well, I think one of the coolest things you could I, even be YouTube channel. <laughs> one of the coolest things that I own is, um, is the new version of the Wahoo Element Bolt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I had, I have done one navigation on it, and it, the color screen is, I didn't think it would be. Talk about a game changer, yeah. Packfiller.com. Exactly. Um, but I also I like Alex Jones. <laughs> but I also really enjoy the, um, the eat reminders. Like, that is so weird. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Like, let's say you're BWR, however many hours into an event or unbound or something like that and you don't think about it anymore you have something always reminding you sure sure yeah which i think if you it really gets down to the core human needs but i think it's really but it's no, really nice and really cool i've been doing this that. sport for a long fucking time and i never remember to eat or drink yeah you yeah know. it's it's yeah. nice to yeah. have yeah yeah that's a cool that's a cool feature jack or paul jack you want to you got anything I I need that exact computer, so that's what I'm buying. <laughs> Dude, 
Do it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a great computer. I I don't know why the color screen would be. It's just is it kind of geeky more or is it legit better? Oh, it's like the color way screen. Better. I mean, is the color screen worth it? I think so. I went okay. from the old version to the new version, and just comparing the two, it's. I mean, it is a different game altogether. Meanwhile, Paul in the background hey, boys, is just man, like, "You fucking? Are you kidding me, man? I, I don't need it. That's right. I don't need that in my back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be in color screen. In yeah, your back that's pocket. right. You got anything that you? I, I I I came across. I talked about this guy. He's got a YouTube channel. His name is uh, Wayne's Photos. I don't always agree with everything. He's he's kind of he's from Australia. He's in Melbourne, and yeah. uh, he, but he's got some good points. And, and he's a big tubular fan, and that's what he rides on. And he uses sealant if he gets a flat, unless it's a mass, massive cut. Yeah. He uses for a repair and pumps it up, and it's good. So um, it doesn't work as well as like because the fatter the tire, sealant works better because it's it doesn't sure. have that high pressure that's blowing that shit out. Doesn't have time to like seal up. Oh, okay. that's so how sealant works. I yeah, mean, it's, yeah. the slow leaks are actually better because it gets in there and then anyway. yeah. So. He's mentioning how the, he's starting to see a trend where people are starting to buy tubulars because there's so much on the market. Everybody's going disc brakes, and so you're getting wheels cheap. You can buy wheels, used wheels, which are fine, um, and uh, especially you go – there's tons of, like, used shops, but the, the pro closet has a warranty behind their stuff. And, yeah, yeah. And I like all that. I mean, I, I, I find myself sometimes just grooming through, like, if I crash my frame, what would – I could probably what buy something, and, yeah, 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 and just pop it in there, and I've got everything that I need. And I think that's, I guess, cool about being old is like I don't mind. Yeah, yeah. that's a rim brake. I don't need. I don't need the most arrow. I don't. I want light. Yeah, but I don't need the most arrow. I don't need disc brakes. I don't need all that faff. I just yeah. want, you know, just to have a new frame come in, because our friend Terry McLeod got in a crash in a crit, and I'm thinking, yeah. Jesus, but. You can go to those places and find another rim brake. All your parts, within a week, you're back on the bike. Yeah, that's that's a great I point. I think that's yeah. a great thing. That is a great point. And it's, it's being accessible for the home mechanic to be able to rebuild mm-hmm. that is, is such an yeah. important thing. And uh, now that we've got all this integrated shit in our head tubes, we can't, we can't <laughs> no. do it anymore. Unless we have a degree in engineering or, you know, we... we I, I watch it. What's it or called? Or a dentist. It's road. I, I, there's a YouTube channel. It's called Road Cyclist or Road Bike or something, and you actually watch a guy build bikes, and he starts from scratch. Kind of cool. It is very. I mean, to me, it's soothing. I was going to say, looking, it sounds mildly erotic. But when I start watching, <laughs> you know, in fact, you can get a room. Just yeah. Decorate a room <laughs> so you can watch. <laughs> Jack's in one now. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I was sitting here watching him set up the brakes, and I'm like, oh my. god. God, yeah, you know, f- fishing through stuff, and it's like, oh, it, it's it's not. Wow, it, I, at some time, I'm gonna I have to buy days. all those special hose cutting reamers. Yeah, yeah. you know, get everything. Uh, On the uh, word reamer, I'm gonna reamer. end the show. Uh, hey, everybody, you know, get out there, uh, keep pedaling. Um, does does it? it are we already on the mode where we're talking about next year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we are. I just we're, shaved we're, my legs for the last time. You for did? 2022. Really? Yeah. You stopped shaving? Yeah, as I of uh, I shaved the, the day before the race. Really? And that's it. 
It'll be done. Jack, are, are, are you are you going to pedal in anger, or are you just waiting for 2020? Cross season. Cross season. Yeah, bullshit. It's coming. Bullshit. Oh, <laughs> fuck. No, yeah. I, I'm, I'm putting a, a tubular uh, cross tires on my elephant. I've been running. Are you really going to do cross? Yeah. yeah. You're, you're really going to do it. I thought I was, I was on the West ball. side Go or over here. Both. Good. Good for you. Right on. We'll come out and watch you and drink beer. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll right. hand up, we'll hand up beer. Nice. There we go. Hour 43 is this show. The, now, now, mind you, mind you, the first 10 minutes might be scrubbed because we, I was trying to figure out the live stream. If you tried to watch the live stream, I, I promise that will be fixed by next week. And I mean it this time. Uh, thanks, everybody. Keep the rubber side down and uh, like, subscribe, do all that kind of stuff that I ask you to do every week. Because, and tell a friend about the show. I'm not complaining because we're doing incredibly well and the shows I sound like Donald Trump. We're huge. Uh, <laughs> thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.